PWO, 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 PWO. Welcome to the podcast uh, world order as always i'm your host matt tonight with me i have the dean of old school d white right there baby we got the cod father himself cod sinclair uh this episode may or may not be sponsored by the el segundo brewing company um courtesy of steve austin's broken skull ipa uh give mm. me a hell yeah oh yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah and Taking the place of our wrestling purist, and as always, backed by popular demand, it's Pat. How are you doing tonight? What's that? It's Pat. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I'd say I think that one may just hit a little differently over there. This is incredible. So, uh, guys, if you like what you hear, please help us out. Support us right over here at ko-fi.com slash PWO123. It's as simple as one, two, three, and it helps us out for the price of a cup of coffee. And I know mm-hmm. it, that's not too bad. It's a pretty good deal. So mm-hmm. if you like what you hear, please feel free to keep on supporting us. And um, if you don't, if you don't, then you should support us also and make us better. That's what I guess. Yeah, man. Perfect. Constructive criticism. We need there it. There you go. Take it. Yeah. So guys, WWE draft started on Friday. Um, it's continuing in about 22 minutes. I know all of us have our screens up trying to keep track so we can all tell mm-hmm. you about draft updates as they come along. But I want to give you a quick update of where things are now before Raw goes live and we're keeping our eyes out so we're not playing catch up. So, huh. all right. First round draft pick Raw selects Drew McIntyre, Asuka, and the Hurt Business, uh, which is. Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and MVP. Uh, SmackDown gets Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Um, and it, the Dean of Old School did call it. He is SmackDown's savior. They've already started mm-hmm. pumping that through their YouTube. Although mm-hmm. I did like Pat had a had a really good one. Do you want to share what it should be? I thought it would be good if it was the Monday Night Messiah bringing fellowship to Friday night. Round two, Raw got AJ Styles, Naomi, and the Raw, well, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. SmackDown got Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Okay, hey, I so, wonder, did the, did the Cleveland Browns general manager uh, choose Naomi in the second round? Is that who did that? Yeah, That's, what is that? In what world is she second round draft pick? I don't know. I I got got nothing for you. I can only assume Charlotte wasn't eligible because she was injured. She is Um, eligible tonight. So why was she not eligible on Friday? So they had separate draft pools, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It should just be on one night. Screw this. It should just be on one night. Everybody, it should just be a two-hour special. Done. I'm not opposed to it being across both brands because you are trying to get ratings on both of them. I don't hate that, but 
I do not like the two separate draft pools that people can select from. What's the point of that? There's no real ex- excuse. There's no real storyline. Um, right. So. Also, and you're getting ready to, to allude to it, but how you can have a draft pick be the hurt business and pick four guys at once, but we have to split up the new day and we have to split up heavy machinery. It's we don't have to. How stupid was we that? Don't, we don't but have they chose to. to. They're choosing to. Which, man, if you're going to do that with anyone, Miz and John Moore, let's, let's just get to round three before I start ranting, because I can start ranting here. Raw and, what? Yeah, get through all the picks, then we'll dissect. Yeah. So, Raw round three received Ricochet, Mandy Rose, and Miz and Morrison. SmackDown received Jey Uso and Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So, on. round four, Raw received the <laughs> SmackDown, received the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, Dana Brooke and Angel Garza, whereas SmackDown received Big E and Mr. Money in the Bank, Otis. Mm-hmm. Why, why do we do this to, our, to, to ourselves? Well, you so, know, so can I go ahead and one more? We got one more. more. Well, let me spoil it for you tonight. Supplement. Supplementary draft. That's right. I forgot them. I forgot them. So, Let's go ahead. Raw received <sighs> Humberto Carrillo, Tucker, and Drew Gulak. SmackDown mm-hmm. and Ryan, I'm, I'm specifically turning away from the list so I can watch your face on this one. SmackDown received Kalisto and Murphy. Oh, okay. So we literally moved everyone from the Seth Rollins Messiah rivalry with the Mysterios to Friday nights. What? After. What? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Because go ahead. Best part. Seth Rollins was the very first person interviewed, following, and he immediately goes, "Thank God I'm away from all of that trash and I can start over." Guess not. And the Mysterios come in and and they say, we're not done with you yet. Mm -hmm. Who is the face and who is the heel in this? Because one is still instigating. Who cares? Yep. All right. (laughs) So I think, okay, the, the, the feud between Rollins and Murphy and then, and then, you know, any of the Mysterios, I thought all that at the beginning was great. And then we started plucking people's eyes out. And then now it's an Aaliyah Mysterio, Buddy, Buddy Murphy love, love affair. And then Seth gets drafted and he cuts that promo. And it's like, uh, finally, one of the worst things on WWE pro- program is gone. And then mm-hmm. the mind-numbing choice to move every freaking person involved in that over to SmackDown. Um, I am I am completely sold that they are trying to make Raw have higher ratings than than SmackDown. Well, I am mm-hmm. absolutely I'm that is absolutely a fact at this point because there's no reason why you have your Friday night show who's pulling four hundred thousand more people or views, and then you move one of the worst segments over to said show expecting to continue the momentum it's just not going to happen well because well and and they they look at it as as seth rollins is their big star that's his main feud they think it's going to make money that's the sick part of it okay that's that's what's going on so you're right is fox specifically wanted this feud 
Right. See on there? Friday nights. <laughs> Why? What? Hold on. Hold on. I feel like I feel like I'm Ryan Gosling from The Notebook. What do you want? Because when they because when SmackDown first moved to Fox, okay, they wanted to be more sports oriented. And now we're a year into it, and now we have we we have this terrible angle involved with terrible characters we don't even like. It doesn't make any sense. There's what do nothing, you want, Fox? There's no, nothing more Fox than false messiahs. So you know. Yes. Oh, listen to this guy. <laughs> listen to this guy. <laughs> I just I just uh, I just dropped in with that. I'm sorry. Um I'm watching I'm a, a polar bear eat a seal. It's more entertaining. Oh, okay. What's going uh, on on this well, well let me let me let me go ahead and spoil something for you, right? Because that's oh, what God. the Okay. Well the street I, profits are definitely going to be moving over because we and, can't have and two Andrade. sets of tag teams. Don't forget Andrade. So they're going to be moving over because they, you can't have two tag team belts on the show. Um, and, and if they did, they wouldn't know what to do with it. Um, let's see. Stro Braun Strowman's going to be on Raw. Uh, um, you, have, you, you, uh, you have to move Bianca Belair over to SmackDown now. If, if, oh, if you're going to move the Street Profits over. She's oh, already okay. on SmackDown. Street yeah, Profits uh, have not been drafted yet. She will continue know, so to I, get the I'm, smoke. I'm, now I'm here, it for you. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, though, because there's something that might change that for you. Uh, really? There is a current rumor going around, and it has not been confirmed by anybody, but has been spread by several news outlets that WWE might be unifying the tag team titles for Thank both God. brands. See, okay. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> And here is why. Go ahead. To me, it completely comes off as, well, we can't build one division or two divisions, so let's just throw them together. And how is that going to help out any of the tag teams in NXT? How is that mm -hmm. helping any of your tag teams currently on roster? All of a sudden, we had these, you know, maybe a little bit thinner in each division, despite because we broke them up in injuries. But we had fairly decent tag teams on both rosters six months ago. Well, pre-WrestleMania, I'll say that. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Everything went wrong. So all of a sudden. Everybody getting fired. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Viking Raiders are injured. What's going to happen when they're back? What's going to happen when Jimmy Uso is back? I guess he's going to be on Raw as well. Also, they separated the Usos and Naomi. So, um, I have a very simple answer for you, and that is Vince does not like tag team wrestling. So, why have two two sets of titles that you couldn't care care about? Let's merge them all together and make one giant cluster F of a of, of a tag team division. And the and and the talent there is fine. It's fine. It's the fact that Vince doesn't like tag team wrestling. To be honest, it might be the best thing for the tag division because then you just get get rid of the Ms. Morrisons, the Nakamura, Cesaros, and you actually have your traditional tag teams. What this comes down to is if they merge the belts, there's only one reason they're doing that, and that's to make sure mm -hmm. that both shows have the smoke. 
because mm-hmm. they are strapping a rocket to those guys and they are they are uh, i agree I, I think street profits are fantastic i just saying like uh you know you can see they're one of the main focuses on marketing you know they're the guys getting you know yeah all, all the ad time right now uh, skittles commercials if yeah. i see another skittles commercial with them and rick Flair, i might gouge my eyes out you didn't like oh. the ultimate warrior uh naomi field of Blue? yeah that was hilarious those guys are funny. And then associate with I, Naomi, I just turn off. Well, I appreciate how much he hates her. No. Like, no. Right. Not doing this. Like that I think that was a shot at her. Because she sucks. Well, she's awful. Well, let me I was I mean, yeah, she's worth the second round pick. I don't pick, know if though. you guys caught <laughs> that is. Second round pick. That's right. Um yeah, first drafted. day. First night. First night. Hey, but, uh, what, she, what, what was she like? That what, what was she like? The sixth overall pick or something crazy like that? Anyway, um, seventh, I think. Seventh, seventh or eighth. Pick. Seventh. Well, or I didn't know. Think if, of the I, talent. I know yeah, I don't know if you guys caught it, and I I can't remember exactly what Michael Cole said, or if it was Stephanie McMahon. I think it was Michael Cole, where they were saying the like invitation rule will still be in effect, so the brand split that means nothing well, or something like that. Continues to mean nothing for this next week because everyone will get to say goodbye on SmackDown. We're going to have a a six man tag next Friday for the new day, which, once again, why would you, if if you're picking your talent, why would you specifically take Woods and Kofi if you also have the option to have Big E with them? It's not like you had to pick and choose. You got to get all of them and you chose not to. It doesn't make sense. The idea, no, the idea, the idea here is that he is going to get his world title push, and he's going to have to do it without them in his corner. No, Um, and I'm for that. Kofi had Biggie and Woods doing everything and anything for him to get shot after shot after shot when he's getting screwed. Like it's just going to make it so the storyline is different. And, I'm okay with that. Uh, whether or not you like it, Big E is going to be less New Day as he becomes the champion. Because regardless of them trying to sell, like he's going to stay the same and stay New Day. Like they don't want a New Day person as a world champion. Nope. Big E is going to change. They're going to change his character to fit what they want. Because yeah, he sure as hell, no, he no, sure no. as hell ain't gonna be rolling down the ramp entrance and throwing pancakes, <laughs> and then uh-huh. beat and then beating Roman Reigns in a, in a in a championship match. See, I don't disagree with that, and I definitely <sighs> think Big E deserves this opportunity. I agree. But if you put this into kayfabe stats, if you put this into real life analysis, you've promoted that Big E is one of your top stars in the company. He is established as a locker room leader. They touted that through his entire match with Sheamus on Friday, which also was a very good, in my opinion, false count anywhere. Uh, very stiff, very bloody, actually. It was kind of surprising. Oh, I won't say very bloody, but very bloody for WWE. Um, but it doesn't make sense when you could have all three. Like, legit- that, that part you're right issue. about. That part you're right about, and this is why WWE's booking is so stupid, is they should have just come out and said championship champions cannot change shows uh-huh. and you have New Day win the belts and then Big E get drafted by himself over to Raw instead. Right. And yeah. and then you don't waste time where 
four of your five first picks out of 20 picks in the night are shows drafting their champions that are already on their roster. Like, you just wasted a whole round outside of Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins went to SmackDown, and the four other picks were to maintain champions on their show. Like, that was so yeah. stupid. What a waste right. of time. Right, right. And then and then three picks after that, they picked Naomi. <laughs> yeah. Ahead of the New about... Day. Ahead of the New Ahead Day. Ahead of the New Day. Um, uh, what, what, what kind of logic does this make as far as merchandise goes, though? Um, because... Even pre-COVID, the New Day merch was flying off the shelves. You don't, Every think, kid... you, don't, you don't think Xavier and Kofi are going to continue to sell shit? Oh, well. no, yeah. they're going to continue it's that. Not, it's not going to be sure. at all. I imagine that this is still going to be the New Day. And yeah. that, like, is it? every every pay-per-view, we'll probably get something with them together. And it's going to be like, a, hey, we're you not broken know. up. We're just on different shows. Yeah. Or It'll are be they so going to be like... That. Or they got to say, "Hey, we're not the new day anymore without with without Big E," and then they get a no. new tag team name. That would be a bad and, idea. And, and, see no. that I see what you're saying, and that would be <laughs> a super. W- yeah, it, it, it is because it's, it's, a, it's a WWE logic. thing to do, but I, I just don't think they're gonna change anything. Like Xavier and Kofi are gonna be the new day, and they're gonna. Why do their shenan- They're gonna do their shenanigans, and they'll continue to sell new day merch and. Like Matt said, they'll do cameos oh, together on pay-per-views. We'll, we'll get a big frustrating spot at Survivor Series where they're like, oh no, oh. I have to fight you, but Ugh. can't do it. Yeah. You know? We'll, we'll get well, that at Survivor Series. Well, you know Series. what's going to happen? In honor of in honor of, uh, of the wrestling purist, Jeff Hall, who's not able to be with us tonight, what I can see happening is, how about this? The new new day and they add cedric alexander you know they do something like that right? oh no they're gonna get ricochet uh, i mean so he doesn't I, join the hurt business or retribution right so um, you know I'll oh my that. god also um, breaking news sorry oh, apollo cruz uh, apollo cruz the first, I forgot. the first uh draft picks have been announced for the evening as you as you have grand metalik and lindsay dorado drafted to raw so we have officially broken up Lucha House Party with Kalisto on SmackDown. But Kalisto was the leader. But they could still uh, be the Lucha House. They could still be the Lucha House Party. I hope they're not. I want heel Grand Metalik. I don't know how much you guys saw him on the indie scene, but he is a top-notch heel. Let him be him, and let's roll. This is my uh, issue. <laughs> the The key people they have can yeah, be just so good. Hey. Somebody, somebody put Lucha Breakup Party. <laughs> Um, so you know who i'm excited uh is gonna make her in-ring return it looks like well you don't want to talk about who made a in-ring return on friday oh i think i jumped the gun (laughs) sullivan is back and he's already in trouble that's exactly where we were going you know what you know what he uh made a return to was that girl's dms so So let's go ahead and and cover this. Lars Sullivan, God, he debuted on on the main roster two years ago? Two and a half years ago? Has it been that long? Um, Well, he's been gone with, I think they said, a quad injury for the longest time. Yeah, Um, quad injury. It was one screwed up quad. But he did uh, have a lot 
And I mean, a lot of issues surrounding, um, I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible. So just roll with it, guys. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like ad revenue and I want it. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of derogatory words, um, slurs even, um, showing up in... videos um, uh, uh, videos he's, you probably aren't showing children they just he's done things unbecoming in a sexual manner to what you would expect of a WWE superstar um, yes on top of that he has made he has previously these came to light before he was on the main roster but he had made um flirtatious uh, advances and, and statements towards uh, your COO of the WWE, Stephanie McMahon. So, uh, so he, he, he is a known sexual harasser. Just, we, we got it. We're, we're, and the latest controversy is he was caught sliding into DMs asking for things and continuing to harass women. Mm-hmm. This dude can't keep his name out of headlines <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. Yep. Yeah. He, I, su- he sucks and needs to be future endeavored. I just, and the fact that he hasn't, the word is that he has very few supporters in WWE, but he has one very specific mm-hmm. one who gets the ultimate say on it. So. <laughs> Uh, that that is the yeah. part where I have such a hard time. Well, so what has well, he done? To, what has he done for Vince McMahon to get well, that kind of clap? I think I think you know. Don't don't. don't. I think I think <laughs> I do. Don't 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 don't. So read between the lines. Yeah. Talking about people who may be showing up tonight, though. Pat, you already started hitting at this. Eva Marie. Could be on sometime this week. Now, look, I'll say this. What in the world is she doing here? I'll say this. Oh, needs a money. She was not a good wrestler by any means. Nope. She did get screwed by WWE at the end of her career. She was popped yeah. by a wellness violation for her Adderall for ADD. What, is, what does that have to do with bringing her back all this time later? Uh, I imagine uh, Total Divas was just renewed for a new season. And so, uh, some type of settlement, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe um, avoiding. Mm-hmm. For, uh, 42 minutes ago on her Twitter, she said, looking forward to Raw tonight. Yeah. So uh, there you go. There it is. Can't wait till her and Naomi are the tag team champions. Honestly? Mm-hmm. You, mean, long- you mean her and Carmella? Nah, so you leave Carmella alone. <laughs> leave her alone. She's just oh. wonderful. I love Carmella. You guys stay away from her. Nah, I'm with it. All right. So this weekend, uh, GCW held a big series of shows called The Collection uh, all throughout the weekend. Specifically, though, uh, I know we at the Lily Household watch Bloodsport. Um, 
but I thought it was really cool. And this, this is going to get some controversy, especially because of things that we have said. Uh, but they had a lot of last minute no shows and a lot of last minute uh, cancellations for wrestlers. And AEW and Impact provided a number of talent. Orange Cassidy making a surprise appearance, Wardlow making a surprise appearance. Uh, John Moxley was advertised for Bloodsport, but from my understanding, he showed up on some other shows. Um, Impact had Josh he, Alexander. He also cut a really good promo at the end of Bloodsport about his commitment and um, you know, Josh, the Indies. Josh, Josh Barnett and everybody involved's commitment to making sure that indie wrestling is not going to go anywhere. That was cool. Yeah, um, so that, that was a very big positive from this. Now, I know, Pat, this was your first uh, viewing of a Bloodsport event, correct? I mean, I, we watched some highlights of others, but this is yeah. the first card we watched from start to finish. What were your, what were your general thoughts, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it's, it's a tough sell for me because you know... It's pro wrestling, but like they're trying to sell it as MMA. Like it's definitely way better than what you got in like Underground, um, which shouldn't be surprising. Um, but you could definitely tell like the guys who knew how to sell. I'm an MMA fighter doing this versus like I'm a wrestler here to try and do an MMA show. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think that the psychology to the matches were really good. Um, what was that big dude's name uh, who won his match? Calvin Tankman. Calvin Tankman. So Calvin. that dude is yeah. huge, huge, like 350 plus, fighting a guy who's like 250 and he would do what you would expect a guy with that kind of weight advantage to do, which is to be heavy, try and lay on him. Like he would not that he was inactive, but like the psychology of the match made sense. Like his 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 fight was to take the guy to the ground and put his weight on him and try and wear him down that way. Um, Lawler and Homicide put on a fantastic match. Uh, that was really good. Uh, um, Mox, Moxley and Dickinson was good. Um, I thought those last two were the highlights. Lawler Homicide was, was in my opinion, fantastic. I, I like Tankman a lot. And uh, Caljack mm-hmm. Jack and um, Davey Boy. No, not Davey mm-hmm. Boy. No, oh, no, no. Davey uh, Boy faced. He, oh, faced he, he faced the dude from the north. Yeah, Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was yeah, good too. Like... That was good too. Uh, Cal Jack um, fought the dude who's like Barnett's number one student or whatever. Oh my god! Hammer, so Eric Hammer, Eric Hammer, Eric Hammer. Um, mm-hmm. And and they, it was good. You know, it, I, I'm sure they were stiff. They made it look real. There was, I mean, it didn't look fake. But, like, knowing that it's a wrestling show doing it, it was still kind of like, all right, this is neat, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I well, do if you, think... Then the whole week, if you want to go, I mean, the whole weekend, that not just, I mean, that was the last show, Bloodsport. 
but yeah. spring break four, the big gay brunch for the culture. I mean, it was always four days and yeah. just, I mean, crazy oh, I, good I, stuff I, on I, all of that stuff. I, then, yeah, we only got to watch Bloodsport. Uh, mm-hmm. But like I bet, I bet the whole event would would be bonkers to go to, and, and I, it would be awesome. You know, maybe one year uh, PWO could take a business trip and, well, and do just do Marion County Fairgrounds. And I was about to say, I don't know if this is a typical thing. This was a lot of makeup for shows that were supposed to happen at, at WrestleMania, um, and uh, GCW went out of their way to make sure everything all happened. Um, a lot of these shows were canceled and not going to happen, but Game Changer Wrestling really stepped up, helped everyone make it happen, set up the venue, um, which my one knock, their uh, microphone in-house did not translate well to the live feed. Um, Mm -hmm. But the big thing that kept popping up for me this weekend was everyone was raving about one man, uh, and I, I think this is a guy who we don't necessarily say is the best. Uh, John Moxley was the most praised mm-hmm. man this weekend. Everyone's saying he is the greatest independent wrestler in the world today. Um, just, I don't know how much it was just a promo, but I wonder how much backstage knowledge he really put over. A lot of these independent wrestlers who performed went out of their way to thank him as well. So definitely yeah. something to note. I, I don't love Moxley as a performer in ring as far as, like, it, like, I mean, he's a guy that I think his best work since he left WWE was New Japan. Um, I, I don't love his AEW character. It's gotten a little stale for me. Um, but I definitely think that this is a guy who is seeing – kind of a renaissance in his life if not his career you know just because he's gotten away from wwe and you know you look at all that and and he's definitely all about pro wrestling and and you can see where he would want to do that and put put over the business now his AEW character do you not like it because he is a better chaser of the title than he is an actual holder of the title. Uh, I just think his whole stick in AEW is, is stale, you know, like every defense is kind of like just a recycled story. Um, and, and I just, I don't think he's a very good promo worker in general. Um, there's, it's not a coincidence that his best promos are vignettes. Um, He's he's one of those guys who is popular enough that he didn't have to continue to do the death matches, but frankly, that's what I enjoy him most doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I definitely well, liked him more pre-world championship run than post, and that's because I think that he is a better contender than he's a champion. I think AEW specifically... Um, his promos have been better pre-title than post, um, but Definitely. you're right. But you're but you're absolutely right. The a lot of the championship matches and a lot of his matches in general, um, since he's held the title specifically, are just recycled the same way. So. The only only person I feel like has got much out of him 
really from a, a promo standpoint was MJF. Uh, mm-hmm. which, but, it's uh, easy to work with someone who's already really good on the mic. Yeah. Um, Nair, to address your question, um, I think it is difficult for me to compare them just in the sense that I don't speak fluent Japanese. So a lot of his promo work I don't get to follow. Uh, Nair asked, are we comparing Moxley to Okada with big matches having similar performances? Um, But also, um, you know, just the nature of New Japan helps keep characters fresh because world champions can take losses and stuff like the G1 and it not hurt their title reigns and stuff like that. Um, this is a so, fantastic segue. So just <laughs> so that's so just the nature of that uh, in general, I think, kind of makes them different. And again, you know, with with the language barrier, uh, it's hard to compare promo work. But um, you know that I know that is considered to be the knock on him for those that uh, you know know Japanese or translate you know his promo work uh, that it's not great. Um, but who knows? We only got to see him as uh, was it the um, green whatever green hornet, green the, hornet the driver, the driver, the driver. hornet. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I mean, that's a good that's a good question. But you're right, uh, also about the chasing thing, Ryan. Um, and that's I mean that's wrestling in general. It's always more fun to see the the face chase. Um, yeah. You know, Hogan, who, I mean, who other than Hogan when he was Hulkamania Hogan, uh, did people not really get tired? Hulkamania started. No, no, but seriously, (laughs) I know you're not a Hogan guy, but seriously, outside of Hogan, like, can you think of that as was a, a face the whole time that they carried the belt, you know, in modern wrestling that people weren't like just sick to death of? I would say the closest thing you have and it's John. right now is Drew McIntyre, but people are also starting but, to sour on him at but this he, point. But he's only held the belt for a couple months, six months. Um, right. I'm oh, going to interject. That's the closest thing I think you have right now. No, yeah, that, keeping keeping Drew McIntyre in everybody's minds, um, him and him and Randy Orton on Raw, just keeping tabs on the draft. Um, but, Randy Orton, men- Randy Orton mentions in his promo, Drew McIntyre has been pinned in over a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. That seems almost impossible as much as he was getting fed to uh, Roman. Roman, yeah. For well, You got to remember, that ended... I, mean, I guess that happened a lot longer ago than it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we got Solid Snake coming up later. Kevin Owens mm-hmm. not getting any love this week. Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black in the notice qualification match is up next. I'm assuming we're going to get some draft picks beforehand. Uh, I think so, since we just mm-hmm. cut to Stephanie McMahon and she was just handed the selections. So I'm sure we're going to get that after this uh, upcoming commercial break. God, this attendant looks like an older Marco stunt. Uh, mm-hmm. so, sorry, guys. You're getting you're getting some live commentary tonight. It's been a minute since we've done this. Right. Uh, the talk about Okada is a great transition. Let's go over and talk, talk in some uh, G1 because this time next week, we're going to be talking about who won it. Heck yeah. So 
just this recently, we had Zack Saber Jr., worst wrestler in the world, defeat Yoshihashi, second worst wrestler in the world. Thank God, so much hate. <laughs> Kenta defeated Toriyano. Sonata mm-hmm. defeated Juice Robinson. That one was for Jeff. Uh, my man, the one, the only, the real ace, Hiroki Goto, defeated Go Ace Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, last and definitely not least, Evil with Dick Togo defeated Tetsuya Naito. Dick Togo. So, mm-hmm. there is your recent matches. Let's go ahead and start talking who is at the top of each of these blocks here. Yeah, can we get an updated points? Yeah. yeah. A block. A block. Let's, let's skip to the part where you skip to the part where you tell me I was right about everything a few weeks ago. Just go ahead. That's, uh, I'll wait. Yeah, I wasn't on that show, so I can't confirm that. So, okay. well, oh my gosh, we have a four-way Look tie at, at ten. In, in 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 the words of the of of the Briscoes, go look at the tapes. Review so, the film. <laughs> so, uh, with a four-way tie at the top of A block, everybody with ten points. It is Kazuchika Okada, Kota Ibushi, Jay White, and the last person to tie it up, Will Osprey. Uh, fun fact, those are the only four that are still in contention to win a, a block. Everybody else has six or lower. Um, hoping that the uh, Tokyo Pimp can get a win here eventually. Over. Who's going to uh, get the win mm. over, though? So, God, who else well, here, is here. So, everyone else, Tomohiro Ishii, Shingo Takagi, Minoru Suzuki, and Taichi, and Jeff Cobb all have six points. Yujiro Takahashi has zero points. He was essentially. Um, he has he has Jeff Cobb and Kota Ibushi. Oh no! He's so I guess he's Ibushi. getting zero points. He's gonna cost Ibushi. He's oh, gonna no. beat Ibushi, so Ibushi's not in the finals. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna happen. That's gonna be the one. That's great. Although more <laughs> likely, I think he beats Jeff Cobb. But are there are there any head to head matchups of those final fours left? What are the head to head? A block. Um, so we have Osprey, Cobb, Abushi, Takahashi, Takagi, Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, Jay White, Okada, Tomohiro Ishii. So not the first night, but then the A Block final, you get you get Taichi versus Abushi, Jeff, Jeff Cobb, Takahashi, Okada versus Will Osprey, Ishii, Jay White, and Takagi and Minoru. <sighs> So I think Okada's going to go in. Osprey Okada is going to go in ahead of everybody, and the winner of that match is going to win the block. Oh, man. And it's going to be Osprey. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Let's look right on over to B block real quick because we only have two people with 10 points, and uh, one of them already has the head-to-head win. It is Evil and Tetsuya Naito with 10 so that puts Evil, I believe, right now in the top spot. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Zack Sabre Jr., worst wrestler in the world. Hiroki Goto, Sonata, both are all three with eight. Toriano, Kenta, Go Ace, and Juice Robinson with six. And Yoshihashi with two. Nair is predicting a Will Ospreay Sonata final for the record. Can, is Sonata still eligible? Sonata is, it, is still eligible. Yes. Is it, he, Barely. Yep. Sonata's at eight, but he would 
more than likely have to win out. Um, yeah. Sonata also has to be evil on the night of the B block final. Oh, uh, no, I think, oh, that's going to be it, though. So that's what's going to happen. <sighs> evil Sonata. Evil's going to win. Block. It's going to be Osprey evil with Osprey going over. Poor Jeff. If they put Sonata and Evil in the on the last night with the winner winning B block and Sonata doesn't win, somebody better spend the night at Jeff's. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure just make sure he stays with everybody. All right, guys, That's go ahead and pause your G1 update. We're gonna have some more fun with that talking about that on Thursday and then next Monday. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have a super show next Monday just dedicated to the G1. Uh First draft pick for Raw is the fiend Bray Wyatt. Honestly, I think a better move. We're never Roman. We're never gonna address him and Roman, huh? All right. Nope. Keep them keep them on separate shows. But Mm -hmm. SmackDown. They've been teasing the whole pause. Pause. Let me get through these because I'm gonna miss them as they come along. SmackDown has drafted Bailey, so we're gonna still get Bailey Sasha Banks. Mm Raw selects. We're getting a pause here. Come on. I don't have audio, so I can't see the name Randy she is saying. It is Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yep. Boy, is that great. Yeah. Yeah. SmackDown. So, so many picks to just keep your people. <laughs> so dumb. Street Profits. Street Profits drafted to SmackDown. All the smoke. Yeah. So I wonder if them and the New Day just oh trade gosh. titles. I wonder if the Street Hey, Pro- you got blue ones, we got red ones. Let's just... I wonder if the Street Profits just become the New Day and start hanging out with Big E. Uh, and the last pick for Raw is Charlotte Flair. Yeah. That's fair. Nothing has changed. Everything's the same. <laughs> so let me mm-hmm. screenshot this so I can post this to the Facebook page later. Ha! Huh. All right, guys, initial reactions go. They're putting all of their higher profile names on the on the mainstream show or the main show that they see. Uh, so they're moving people to Raw, try to boost the ratings. I don't blame them, but in turn, they're swapping everything that's really great about SmackDown and everything that's wrong with Raw, and they're just swapping them. So now it's only a matter of time before ratings start to sink on SmackDown and ratings start to rise on Raw. Unless in general they just continue to fall. That's a total possibility, but I think in the eyes of, of Vince and what they're trying to accomplish with the draft, who are some high-profile names you can put on Raw to try and boost ratings? Um, Charlotte's know. one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. The Fiend is absolutely over with every wrestling fan. I mean, it's... I I'm don't, just I don't think moving the street, uh, street Profits is a smart idea, if that's your goal. See, that's why I think they're trying to separate a- certain people at this point. Keep Roman Reigns and Fiend away from each other. I know we want resolution there, but let's avoid hurting the Fiend anymore because we all know who's going to end up winning that feud. So and Alexa, also, Alexa Goldberg. Yep, Goldberg is the answer. Just ask me what you'd like me to do. 
Shut up, Alex. Shut up, Alex. Goldberg still has two matches, right? Yeah. Yep. Something like yep. that. So, ah! oh God, bless America! Oh so, my so, God, it's gonna it, be face Goldberg. Well, hey, did you see that? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed who wasn't in the pool. I know Elias is definitely in the pool tonight for tonight. Yep. Who hasn't been around? And Charlotte, I mean, and um, Becky Lynch is not in the no. If if they are out, it uh, looks like because only Ivar or uh, Eric is still in. Ivar is not, and Jimmy Uso is not. In the draft pool, I think it's just kind of assumed that if you draft the tag partner, they'll show up on that show. They're making it also. They do whatever they want. This is a joke that they that 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 they have retribution in this pool. Yes, you can draft retribution. Great. Okay, let's let's just go ahead and do that then. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, like, why? Why would you draft them? Why would anyone draft them? them? You leave them undrafted. Like you just, aha, you guys got to, you know, undrafted. You have to go be on impact. <laughs> Dijakovic oh goes to AEW. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Also, yeah. no Keith Lee drafted yet. You would yeah, think Na- that would be a. Yeah, but Naomi was, so that's all matters. Well, Keith Lee wasn't in on the Friday draft pool. No. Well, you better bash his glory because it's going to be on SmackDown soon. That's right. Um, I don't I think can so, only pray. I can only pray he goes on undrafted and goes back to NXT so he can stop wearing that stupid two color sing singlet <laughs> short whatever he's wearing. Because I don't I don't know why why it's such a Vince like thing that when somebody comes up to the main roster, we gotta change what they're wearing or we gotta change something about them. So that I can have well, my finger on it. See, music I can understand with everything oh, yeah, going on with CFO dollar sign, but screw him. Also, uh, just a heads up. So we're staying consistent here. WWE has done something consistently now for several months. Uh, anyone, ouch! Anyone who the fiend beats ends up turning slash being more aggressive. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens is trying to kill Alistair Black right now. I thought you were going to say book book things poorly. Well, that's been consistent for like 25 years. So. Right. All right. Before we get to our last big thing on the docket here, let's go take a quick stop at the Ring of Honor Pure Wrestling Tournament for Yay. the Pure title. Uh, we had our uh, first rounds of the first two matches of the second round. It was Jay Lethal versus Dave Finley. And Jonathan Gresham versus Matt Seidel. Anyone want to ask or or guess who won the matches? Well, I already watched it because I watched yeah, it same. tonight, so I know who won. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And Dave Dave it's... Finley looks good. I, I like I like mm-hmm. I like I, I don't like a man bun particularly, but Dave Finley definitely looks better without the um without the uh, uh, Cameron Grimes hair. Agreed. <laughs> um. Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham move on to the finals of their blocks. Uh, to I think no one's surprise. Yeah. Um, Although the, both of those matches are really good. I mean, just they saying. are. Oh yeah. Jay Lethal picked up the win with two seconds to spare. Um, yeah. So and, and it and in in Jonathan Gresham's match, I mean that was a that oh was a super God. good match, but it looked like he tweaked his knee. Was he looked like he tweaked his knee finish? for real. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but I know that there was one point where he had he had him in like a you know like a a neck crank move, but he kept like holding his knee and selling his knee. I was like, well, your knee's the one, not the one that's in the hold, but so I figured he must have like actually tweaked his knee or something. So it was a great match. So your next two matches on the tournament are gonna be Fred Yehi versus Tracy Williams. Winner faces Jay Lethal, and he's got the goods. Josh Woods versus PJ Black. I imagine we're gonna get Jay Lethal versus Tracy Williams, and uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Josh Woods. Jay Lethal versus Josh Woods in the final. That's that's what I'm, I think they should do. Lethal Gresham. I think that's gonna be a really good match, but. At this point, make a star. Josh Woods is there. He's done very well. Let's do it. You could also make that same argument though for for Fred Yehi though. I think I think that I think that he is kind of perfect for this uh, style of tournament. I think you're right. I really like Fred mm-hmm. Yehi. I just don't know if he's signed to Ring of Honor. That is my uh, big thing. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. And maybe it's a situation where he wins it and. Uh, get signed in the process, like they they keep it under wraps for that reason. Um, mm, but right. not sure. I I imagine Josh Woods, any any combination of Josh Woods and Jay Lethal in the finals. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I I'm enjoying just watching it, man. And we know we probably knew all along that's where it was going. But um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain because I I just enjoy Ring of Honor like crazy. So yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of enjoying of Ring of Honor, speaking of enjoying Ring of Honor, uh, between those matches, uh, there was another little, uh, little event that happened. Do you want to talk about that too? Oh yeah, why, why don't you go ahead and take the lead on that? Well, well. So Vinny Marsalia comes out and gives the Horror King Vinny Marsalia. You mean Vincent? Comes, yeah, he comes Vincent Market. Well, he comes out to give this just like Edgar Allan Poe promo that was just, um, I, I mean, it was it was something that sounded like you know like a Jake Roberts slash the Fiend kind of. I mean, it was really good. And then lo and behold, we get a returning Matt Taven. Yes, sir. Follow the trend. Puts the beat down on him and. Puts them, puts him through a table. He's back, looking jacked. Um, yeah, super this is like the best ring shape I think he has team. looked. This looks like he's in the he best shape of his, of his career right now. Um, also, hasn't been uh, hasn't been announced, but they have started promoting it on their twitters and their social medias. PWO's favorite tag team is making their way to the Ring of Honor bubble. So hopefully very soon we're gonna see some bouncers in Ring of Honor. I know these guys have That's talked true. about just how excited they are. I'm excited to see them again. Yeah, um, and also the, the the really disappointing thing for me, the bubble the bubble I believe is in Baltimore. Yeah, right? we can't Correct. even go. And so we can't go, and we could have gone, and we owe them beer. But um, uh, one more thing about Ring of Honor TV. Oh, if you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Um, uh, at the very end, we get a teaser. We get a teaser video of who's on the way to Ring of Honor, but EC3 on his way mm. to Ring of Honor. Trouble, trouble, yep. trouble, 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 trouble. It's a, it was a really good little video at the end, man. And for a second, I wasn't sure who it was, but then they put the three down, and it was like, oh, here we go. 
Uh, I got to answer a quick question. I apologize, guys. I was asked if uh, if I prefer Jonathan Gresham over Zach Sabre Jr. And is that even mm. a question? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Gresham is fantastic. Here's the thing. Jonathan Gresham is significantly better on the mic. And uh, everything he does is believable. He doesn't work out of his area. Uh, not that he can't work with heavyweights, but the way he works with heavyweights works mm-hmm. so much better than Zack Sabre Jr. And also, I think Jonathan Gresham weighs more than Zack Sabre Jr. Um, um, you know, if, if, speaking of speaking, well, I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. But I'm, I, well, no, no, I have to add this because it's so good. I can't let this joke go by. But speaking right. of Jonathan Gresham working with heavy, working with heavyweights, no, he got married last week. No. To he got married to former uh, Impact Women's Champion Jordan Grace. That'd be big. That'd be big, Mama Pump. <laughs> so, so he's great working with heavyweights. To answer your yeah, question, absolutely. Jonathan Gresham is a thousand times more uh, more enjoyable to watch in ring than Zack Saber Jr. First professional wrestler um, in the world. On another note, if you need any proof of that, um, go back and watch Jonathan Gresham's feud last year. Uh, with with uh, with Silas Young, I know he's not a no, he's not a heavyweight, um, but he's a bigger guy. He's um, he's, he's he's more of a. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm interrupting. Alistair Black just delivered a double foot stomp to Kevin Owens through like four chairs. Like they were set up, and oh, mm, my back hurts. I'm sorry. It's not good. Um, but yeah, go back and watch any Jonathan Gresham, Silas Young match if you have any doubts or if you're on the bubble about him because he's a great in-ring technician um, and he can go with pretty much anybody. Check his work in Bloodsport. It's a great spot. Um, so moving on, we have one last big thing on the docket. And we're going to tell you everything you need to know about AEW's anniversary show coming up this Wednesday. Uh, We will pause as as we get draft picks coming in. Um, I assume we're going to get the next round after this match is over. So I'm going to go through the card as it's been written up so far. We only have about five matches on the card right now. Um, So first off, we're going to have Miro and Kip Sabian in uh, tag team action. We don't know who they're going to be facing yet. I imagine that this is going to be a W for Miro. Agreed. Yeah, yeah they need a um, – no, yeah. Um, they, uh, they definitely need a win after, um, be, after his, their, their first appearance, I guess, because a lot of people soured on them immediately after their uh, tag team match a couple weeks back. Um, so this would be a good redemption good. match for them. I thought I thought so too, but um, but but the reports were that there were some people backstage that were unimpressed and not happy with the way the um, the match went in general. So I think that's fair. Um, I I just think the tag team mashups was not a great combination of the skill set in the ring. We do have a AEW tag title match. On the uh, happening, it is going to be FTR versus the Best Friends. I don't know for sure if this is a uh, was it brush with the gold, chance of the gold, 
Yeah, uh, but it sure as heck is going to have a time limit. It will. It will. Um, and this screams FTR win. Hopefully, oh, yeah. this is going to be something that gives the best friends a break. Really love Tremperetta. I don't like Chuck Taylor. They've been on our TV every week, I feel, since quarantine started. Give them a break. They've earned it at this point. Give Chuck Taylor a break. Like, preferably his ankle or wrist. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, not him. Ugh. So, That's is everyone, everyone in agreement this is an FTR win? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. I to... am still here as well, guys. Just a heads up. You're not going to see me. All good. All good. Trouble, trouble, um, trouble, trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Trouble, 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 uh, trouble. Kevin Owens just won this no DQ match. Um. Up next, we have Hikaru Shida versus Big Swole for the women's world title. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, here's where I'm at on this. (laughs) Because I think we all know Shida is Bay, And we've, we've joked about that now for over a year. I have joked about that ever. The only uh, person that's ahead no, of her no. is my wife. Mid- yeah, I, I, I've never used her bay in Rob, response to anyone. Thanks. I was about to say, you've made fun of Mike DeShazo and myself for it. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, take Conti, also Anna J. Words. I can't say. So, mm-hmm. I think there has to be one title that changes hands on this show, and I think this is the one. I think Big Swole mm-hmm. is going to win the women's title at the anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's yeah. a hot take, but... Yeah, I, I think at this point, Sheeta has built up such a rub from beating her. And I like Swole. I, I do like Swole. Swole is not someone I foresee AEW making a star out of. Like, she's upper mid-carder, I think, is kind of where she's going to fall. Um, I, I think at this point, the, this win has gotten too big for her. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I wouldn't be shocked if she wins the belt, but I just feel like at this point, the the woman who who gets this win, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a huge deal just because of the run that she does on, but also, mm-hmm. like, it's gonna be instant star maker type of win. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I do think that she is gonna retain. Um, because I honestly think that the one that should take the title off of her when it's time uh, should uh, should be Dr. Britt, Britt Baker, DMD. Um, if it's if it's not Swole tonight, it's going to be Britt. If it's Swole tonight, she'll have the title for a month or two and then drop it to Britt, because I think the ultimate goal is to get the title off of Sheeta so that she can go challenge for the NWA Women's Championship. That is exactly what I said. And here's my thing. I don't know. I, I know we've said this, I don't know, off off screen or on screen, but I don't know where Britt Baker is currently on her recovery. I know that was uh, she was not 100%, which is why they went with the cinematic match at All Out. Um, and I don't think we have seen her in competition since All Out. 
Um, so I definitely think if if uh, I remember seeing her be recruited by the Dark Order. Sure, but that wasn't yeah. a match. <laughs> she looked fine walking down that hallway. Maybe, but not one hundred percent. What I'm getting at here is she, Matt. She's if, a dentist. She's not a baker. If, okay. What I'm getting at here is I don't want to waste any more time. Is if uh, if they were gonna put the belt on Baker, I think it would be this weekend or this week if she was one hundred percent. I think there's questions there for that though. So that's just my thought process. Honestly, looking at all these, I would think all champions retain, but if one has to change, this is the one I think. One changes, it's Lance Archer. That's uh, what I think. I think there's long. And I have my reasoning when that. we get there. I have my reasoning when we get there. Up next is Cody versus Orange Cassidy. At Cody versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT title. Um, Everybody drinks. Yeah, I think this is a strong match. Um, I think that Cody will retain. Um, this would be um, a good time limit match. Um, I think that. Um, and I'm ready to eat crow on this because I've said multiple times that I'm not the biggest Orange Orange Cassie fan. Um, I'm going to eat crow because the dude is freaking awesome. Okay? Oh. He is. Um, I was completely wrong. Um, he is the right person for this spot now. Um, and I really think that a time limit uh, draw here makes them both look great and you establish orange Cassidy even further. All right, real quick, because I know there is a rebuttal coming. I do want to pause because we are about to get some draft picks. Stephanie McMahon just made her way to the ring or to a podium. Um, and we're going to figure out right now who is Raw's next draft pick. Mm. Any? Elias. Don't care. Don't care. It is Braun Strowman. Don't care. And his picture makes him look don't, like he's don't, highlighter don't, on. Don't care. Don't, so, don't, don't, don't so care. Braun don't, Stro- don't, don't, so Braun Strowman are, is on Raw. With the Fiend. Smackdown hey. drafts Wyatt. Smackdown drafts Daniel Bryan. Okay. Who's been off TV forever. Yeah. He's been with his wife. I don't, baby. I, I don't care. I don't care. Make so, another Bella spawn. And somebody, yeah. So Raw has drafted for this uh, third pick this round. They have selected Matt Riddle. You say Raw? Yeah. Yep, to Raw. That was quick. Bro. Um. <laughs> and SmackDown has selected Kevin Owens. Jesse Owens. <laughs> so we've separated <laughs> the Fiend and Kevin Owens. Let's see who Raw drafts here. My bet would be Alexa Bliss. Dunna, dunna, dunna. Wow. Don't care. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't care. It's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Jeff uh, Hardy. The charismatic enigma. He's a three time oh. WWE champion. Jesus. Yeah. Three, three times the booking has got it wrong. All right. So <laughs> Raw has selected Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, and Jeff Hardy. SmackDown receives Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. Guys, what are your immediate thoughts? 
my immediate thoughts are that if Drew Brees does not get his act together, I am going to lose fantasy. And I yeah. Just, yes. I mean, Uh-oh. You know what? Guys, we have a am, am, am I live on Raw. Because Tyler Lockett pooped the bed. He sure mm. didn't. He got all his points right at the end after Dalvin Cook got hurt. Yep. All right. Well, well, like I would like to give my reactions to the raw draft. I'm Go super for looking forward. I'm super looking forward to impact tomorrow night. And <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the rest of this ring of honor, pure tournament. Um, love professional <laughs> wrestling, new Japan, everything, but WWE. Cause they make me not care whenever at, at every turn they make me try. They make me uh, not care. Uh, yeah. Drafts usually do enough to get me to watch like the following week. Yeah, yeah not this this not is not working right now. Um, yeah, I am. I'm not disagreeing with that by any means. Um, so let's go ahead and head back to the TNT title. I I know Ryan is fixing something. I think at a quick moment, making sure things are working. No, I am so here, and to catch everybody up, I ate crow. I gave Orange Cassie a lot of crap. Um, I am eating my words. Um, I don't think that he will beat Cody. It'll be a great match. Um, this is, and I will say it again. Um, after watching, um, Halloween Havoc 92, reference discretion, um, I am a huge fan of time limit draws in championship matches when they are necessary. And I think that a time limit draw between these two, I think would elevate them both and it would supplant Cody as being back for real. I think mm. last week you could say that it was, you know, all on adrenaline and he was excited to be back um, as a face. Um, this is when he supplants that he's back. Um, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to win. He just has to draw. Guys, I want to pause just for two seconds. Well, Dana Brooke okay. is getting TV time and I'm, I love Dana Brooke. I'm happy. She's finally uh, getting something. Dana Brooks. Good. So, next time I see, you, right, I'll, I'll, uh, next time I see you, I'll give you that uh, Dana Brooke autograph I pulled out of a pack of WWE trading cards. Yeah, man. I'm Ryan, down. Ryan, so, what, I need, what I need you to do, Ryan, is take these two fingers <laughs> and, stick, and stick them down your throat and throw up all of that crow. Because you were right about Orange Cassidy. All right. Don't change your mind now. No. I, this this booking is stupid. He just lost a title shot fucking two weeks ago. He should not be getting this opportunity. It's ridiculous. I hate Orange Cassidy. I wish he would have been stuck in that trunk forever. I can't believe he cost Pride and Powerful that match. I hate him. Go away. I hope the Dark Order legitimately injures both him and Cody. That's how this match is going to end. It's a Dark Order run-in, and I hope they see. I like. I want. I want like Big Boss Man hanging from the ceiling, Orange Cassidy type of type of run-in. Scorched Earth. This you booking are. is this booking is terrible. Get Orange Cassidy off my television. He's not. But it's into- not though, because who else do you put in that spot? MJF, M- you have MJF coming. Why are we rushing that? Why would we rush that? We don't you, need to. You, you don't yeah. rush it. You put the belt. No, but that's what there. that's what you're doing by saying that. Oh, so it's okay to rush Cody right back to beat Brody Lee and win. The I mean, he was back for two weeks prior. 
we're not gonna yeah and also kidding. and also the entire time that cody was off tv all of Brody lee's feuds were surrounded around the nightmare family the storyline mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. as it has now, once again, I'm with you. I think Gosh, it was too soon right, to bring back Cody. No, he's, he's not. He's not right. Hey, you're alone on this island. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm not right. I am correct. Uh, All right, Tom Hanks. Okay. So you would. So you would. So so, so you would Orange. rather watch an MJF Cody match on TV I than not put that on a pay per view. You don't need a pay per view. Oh, guys, we're about to get Eva Marie on TV. First Stop of all, it. first of all, the Natty booking and Lana the, just walked out. The booking was wrong from the beginning. If you're gonna have Orange Cassidy get this match, just have fucking Cody cost have come back and cost uh, Brody the championship in that match. Mm. Create because because Brody. because the the dog you know the dog collar match. Didn't, first of all, it didn't need a title. Second of mm. all, second of all, any build of the Dark Order that you had just done by having him come out and crush Cody is gone by him losing the belt to Cody in the next match. And again, it's almost Cassidy. like we need a rubber match to happen. Oh, great! So, uh, our, yeah, no, no. So between Brody so Cody, Lee and Cody. So, so Cody can beat him again, because our our prince of wrestling is booked himself to the moon again. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're starting so, to sound like you're starting to sound like uh, J- uh, Jim Cornette again, and so, um, but hey, I, I got I just wanted to throw out again really quick. Uh, there's a ton of really good wrestling to watch that's out there. You could go on on fight and watch Game Changer Wrestling, the replays of all the shows from this weekend. Um, yeah, you and and so I, I don't. I I know we do this a lot, but I have I have done. Remember how you told me not to watch WWE, and then to watch other stuff. Yeah, I, I've been doing that. So yeah, um, I I recommend it. I recommend it highly. So, last statement on this one, I do think Pat is right. I do think the Dark Order is going to come out and cause a no contest. Yeah, I think that's your best way to not have one of these guys lose uh, and also get some heat back on the Dark Order. Right, so, well, in the Dark Order, yeah, like Brody Lee was yelling at them for not helping on BTE. Where were you guys? Where were you guys? <laughs> He's totally setting it up, so I like it. Yeah, I think inevitably what's going to happen here is Brody Lee, Colt Cabana never came out. Right. So he's going to make Colt Cabana give him his uh, spot in the tournament. Colt costs him. We'll get Colt Cabana versus Brody Lee at the pay-per-view. Yeah. That's what I expect to happen. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. So put, Heading on to our put, main put, event. Oh, no. So put Brody Lee in a prestigious tournament to have him lose. Okay. If the goal is to promote... Cold you can, and have them face off against each other at the pay-per-view, which is coming up, I believe, the end of October. Yeah. Yeah, some, they're at the beginning of November, you, somewhere in there. You don't, so, you don't you don't need to put Brody in the tournament to make that happen, though. So having him lose in the tournament just makes him look weak again. Having Colt mm. Cabana cost him the match. That, mm, I'm mm. done talking to you. So uh full gear is gonna time. be November seventh. There we That's go. Right. It's, 
it's all it's all going to work out. So it's, it's, this isn't. That's the thing. Up. AEW has consistently shown that they have made it work. No, they've screwed a lot of booking up, which is far better than WWE. Right. And this is the criticism you guys get sometimes is that you're just Homer AEW. I'm just saying. Well, that's, they... it's not because I actually agree with you on the net on on the next match because I do think that Lance Archer is going to walk out with the title. Okay, I hope so. I think he should main event time. I don't think he's gonna because that title is screaming the name Kenny Omega. Uh, yeah, but, but you, you mean Kenny long, Omega can't can't beat Lance Archer? <laughs> no, because so long term booking would promote the match between Kenny Omega versus John Moxley over a year in the making. Mm, it mm, makes it. sense. <laughs> it does. It does. So. That is what I imagine happening. I imagine John Moxley wins here. So I'm not against that if it's if if we're going to get Omega as the next AEW champion. Um, my my logic on this, and I think I said it either last episode or the previous, um, Moxley is still the IWGP United States champion. Um, I would imagine that when it is time to defend that. Um, he will have to be off TV for a little while. Um, he will possibly have to quarantine because he's leaving the country and coming back. Um, uh, my logic here was thinking that he would have to be off the TV for that. Um, so a loss to Lance Archer would get that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I think we're overthinking it. Yeah, I think we're really overthinking it. I think Moxley will keep that. I think because you can keep him off TV two weeks. I mean, they're not going to quarantine him for a month. So well, uh, I, I think Moxley's going to win. I'm saying Archer winning would be the right decision. <laughs> At some point, you got to commit to one of these monsters that they're actually going to beat Moxley instead of Moxley being this slayer of all comers and beating every monster that's thrown at him when it's you know you literally have had moxley kill every monster brody yeah brian cage you know if he beats lance lance like what point is having all these big heel monsters if they can't beat a champion here is my question Mm -hmm. who is in the title match at full gear Mm -hmm. because i think it's good I imagine yeah. it's going to be Kenny Omega versus Hangman in the tournament finals. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a Lars Sullivan signing on Monday. Sliding into the ring. Oh, God. Beating mm. up Miz and Morrison. Yeah, just just like sliding into DMs. Who is in the <laughs> AEW world title match at full gear? Uh, Moxley gets his rematch and loses again would be how I would book it. Because mm-hmm. then, right. then you make Archer look really, really strong. Um, what I anticipate will happen is that Moxley will win on Wednesday night and uh, somehow will end up wrestling Kingston or Brian Cage and beating them again. Uh, both of them have, mm. both of them have some sort of angle that they can play to get a title shot. Um, Kingston having 
not tapped, but the referee stopping the match while he was still conscious. And Brian Cage, you have the towel throw in. And also he made the deal with Lance about being the next guy in line. They could, I don't know, they could finagle Taz. Taz could 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 have Good. How how about a triple how about a triple threat match or something crazy like that? I mean that that's I was gonna say are we gonna it. get our first multi-man title defense in AEW? We have yet to get yeah, cool. more than a one-on-one match. If so, uh, it's gotta be a three-way dance. You think three-way we don't go fatal four-way? No, I no, think I it, think it needs to be a three-way dance, not a triple threat a, match, a three-way right. dance. Or how about the how about a triangle challenge? I just watched Fall Brawl 1994. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Um, hey, where they had, where they had the Guardian against Vader, and then the winner had to go against Sting, and they drew drew uh, you know numbers for the position or whatever. Yeah, good match, by the way. Vader I wonder if, Went and maybe overtime. maybe this is me being used to WWE booking in these terms, but. Last year at Full Gear, it was ended with the unsanctioned match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. I wonder if we get some form of ladder match as the uh, as the title match. Maybe we'll hang the AEW World Title all the way up and have four men compete in it. I'm thinking maybe we get something screwy with Archer here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I like that it. way we get everyone who has a a reason to be in the title match to have a title match. Maybe we get MJF there, but I imagine we're going to get MJF and, and Chris Jericho. So. One could I, think argue. I think we're going to get MJF and somebody else from the inner circle kind of going rogue. Because um, they haven't really, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's enough time to build MJF Jericho, but it seems like it'll be a quick book. Need a sweet. I, I'll, I, hope, I hope Sammy gets a sweet satin jacket. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. I want one of those. Um, just for the record, currently John Moxley's title reign is at two hundred and twenty-four days. I was about to say he won it at Revolution back in February, correct? Correct, February twenty-ninth. All right. So here we're getting the. Just like I said, New Day and Street Profits are trading titles since that's just how this is going to work. Um, I'm waiting to see if maybe we're about to get some draft updates here. Um, but I'm not sure if we are. I think the most interesting thing is this is, as Pat had told me off screen, this is a great opportunity for AEW to kind of once again start clean, uh, starting with some new feuds, but with, uh, with full gear right around the corner, I almost feel like maybe we're running out of time for that. So, I mean, it's what, about five, four weeks? Four weeks, yeah? It is. November 7th. So, 14, uh, 21, 28. It'll be the uh, fourth, yeah? Watch this guy be days until November 7th? <laughs> that works. It's 26 days. 26 so, days. That's not even a month. I'm about to say not a lot of time to build there. That is my oh. my immediate concern. Have so you, have you watched, I would say if you watch WWE, 
<laughs> no, I have, but that's why, like, this is uh, not WWE. This is AEW. They have they, it. They, they built. They built Clash of Champions in like uh, fifteen minutes. Mm. It was probably so, great. <laughs> also, so fun fact here, uh, since we have about five minutes, just throwing some fun facts out. Chris Jericho was recently or getting ready to be on the Chris Van Vliet uh, mm-hmm. interview, uh, and in the preview they talked some of the original members of the inner circle which was originally going to be called fist fist yeah because you know <laughs> each one of them is a finger and it was originally going to be it was going to be chris jericho the lucha bros um mjf and someone who i forgot is signed to aew who hasn't debuted yet anthony agogo yeah oh yeah because because he's quarantined right well or he's, he's stuck because of travel ban well, he was originally like gonna be one of the first students of the Nightmare Academy. So, I mean, twenty twenty, man. Twenty twenty has been a hell of a year. Drink it in, man. Drink it in. I'm, I'm waiting here because I think we're about to get some draft results here. Well, um, hey guys, I'm, I'm gonna have to cut out a little early tonight because uh, I've spent my whole weekend. Preparing for the to to launch that first episode of uh, do your damn homework. And I'd like to thank Ryan personally on on air because I wanted to be thorough in my research uh, for something that I won't talk about because uh, I'll let him him do that. But because of Ryan, I spent um, a good part of the weekend watching WCW from 1994 from May until all the way until October. Uh, that was the year that Hulk Hogan signed with uh, WCW. I forgot mm-hmm. how it ruined my life at the time, and I <laughs> want to thank you, Ryan, for taking me back to relive the re, to re. I was I was watching the Attitude Era leave WCW, <laughs> Cactus Jack, Steve Austin, all, and and then I watched 1986 WWF arrive WCW. Hacksaw Duggan, <laughs> Big Boss Man, Hulk. It was awful. Anyway. But I got to sign off a little early tonight, guys. All right. All good. Dean of old school DUI. We'll see you soon, okay? Later. Night, brother. Have yourself a good yeah. week. Yeah, man. Speaking of upcoming shows here, I know it's going to be a little hectic here. We just totally changed templates on our tech guy, so maybe we won't stick around for too much longer because that's not fair to ask him to change that. Where the heck did uh, I go? There I am. So we're just all going to have to make sure we don't talk on. over each other. It's cool. Because if we talk over each other, we're going to be gone from the screen. We're like a totem pole now. What <laughs> oh, God. So, oh, my God. We're, we're, we're a tripod. I, I miss having um, the right to mute people. So I can be like, <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. I can't. I can't handle this with you guys. I'm trying to hold out, but we're still a commercial. I don't know if it's going to be good enough, worth waiting. You so. know it's not. <laughs> you know what is worth the wait, though? Um, What's worth the wait? This episode of Referee's Discretion. <laughs> um, Jeff, Jeff the Hitman Hall and I filmed late last night. Um, I did cut it together this afternoon and then ended up being stuck in traffic for two hours um, just yeah. to be here on time to be on the show with you guys. Um, so that is actually still in the upload process, but keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, 
spoiler alert um it is incredible it's just over an hour <laughs> um it's worth it um but this this week up, upcoming um dwight and i will be reviewing wcw halloween havoc 1994 um I am loving these old school pay-per-view reviews. Um, kind of a step back from reality to see what kind of wrestling was and where we've, where, where we've been and how we've gotten to where we are now. Um, it's absolutely incredible, guys. If you have the ability to watch it, please, please do. Um, old, old school wrestling is incredible. Go ahead. We've gotten our first draft pick of this round. Retribution goes to Raw. Why would you draft them? Guess who just got drafted to SmackDown? It's the freak, Lars Sullivan. Wait. You just returned to Monday Night Raw and was drafted to SmackDown. Oh, but, because I guess he wasn't in the pool? I don't know, but drafted to Raw, Keith Lee. Uh, Yay, Keith Lee. Keith Lee versus Jeff Harvey. Keith Lee was drafted after Retribution. Did you say Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Raw got (laughs) Uh Steve Drafted to SmackDown, Pat's favorite WWE heel. It is your King, King Corbin. Show me King Corbin. The only king that I have is Matt Taven. (laughs) <laughs> and the last pick the to name. Raw uh, to no one's surprise they've officially broken up this tag team it's Alexa Bliss <laughs> mm. no Nikki Cross so your round there round three of Monday Night Raw Retribution, Lars Sullivan, Keith Lee King Corbin, Alexa Bliss Retribution, Keith Lee, Alexa Bliss to Raw Lars Sullivan, King Corbin to Smackdown Immediate responses. Yeah, um, it gets Keith Lee away from Randy Orton for now. Oh no, wait, Keith Lee's on Raw. Hopefully, they get him away from Randy Orton. He goes to SmackDown because I don't watch SmackDown. Um, again, we're talking about Retribution, and they've been signed, and we're well aware of whatever their contract says. Okay, so you're given the opportunity to not draft them. And then you draft them, which makes absolutely no sense from a business standpoint. Here's why so it's going to all be- logic goes out the window. No, 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 not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Here is how this is going to make sense. Mustafa Ali hacked the draft computer to get retribution drafted to Raw because oh, no. that, because their target. Is none other than Drew McIntyre. All right. Well, <laughs> that is your last bit of live coverage of the draft. We will upload all of these to you as it goes along tonight. Um, man. Oh, no, you're good. Hey. You're good. We've been talking. We just got our tech guy back. Thank God. Uh, we messed this up. We apologize. Um, but. Guys, it is that time of the night. We must bid you adieu. Don't be like Loki and wear a mask. Wear a mask. I want to go outside. Don't be like Shane Thorne and wear a paper plate mask. 
Be like uh, be like everyone else in Retribution and rock a Bane mask. Bane. I mean, or you could just time. be the Yeti and wear toilet paper over your face. But don't do that. Wear a mask. All I'm saying, wear a mask. Go vote. Let's get through this year. Everybody, I don't even care who you vote for. Just go vote. I mean, I do care. I but... care who you vote for, but <laughs> that's for vote. another show. Yep. I don't want to lose any kind of anything in money. I like money. Speaking of money, <laughs> if you guys like what you see, please support us at Kofi.com slash PWO123. It's as simple as one, two, three. Yeah, it's right over here. Yeah, I'm I was trying to figure out where to point to it and here and here it is. Right here. Uh, except when you're in the uh so the link is right there. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys right, like right, what you're here, literally right. Right here, <laughs> right in the, the middle. I kind of look like Shane uh, Shane uh, Thorne. So, with, the, with you can just see my eyes and my mouth. It's like I have a paper plate mask. Hopefully, we've made you, you laugh. Go. We've unfortunately probably made you cry talking about the WWE draft, but hopefully, we've given you an yep. hour and a half to escape from this world that's happening. Uh, and once again, if you like what you hear, please support us. We really like support, all for the price of one cup of coffee. We have so many incredible shows coming. We have, as uh, Ryan has already told you about, Referee's Discretion. We have an incredible series this October of just wonderful, wonderful Referee's Discretion. Do Your Damn Homework is coming. Creative Control October is on the rise. Just you wait. Mm. And uh, uh, Real quick, I uh, got to shout out my boy Dan Beard up at Millersville. Him and his wife are expecting March 2021. Hey, Danny B. Love you, brother. Excellent. Look forward to seeing you after quarantine. Excellent. So thank you guys so much for coming and joining us. Check out our videos. Support us if you can. Have a great week. We're going to see you Thursday. We'll just tell you everything that happened with the draft, and we'll tell you what's good, what's bad, what's ugly. Uh, Be better than Tom Brady. Know when you're on fourth down. Let's see you get through this week. See you Thursday. Bye, everybody. It's a coal, it, it, it's a coal miner's glove. Oh, it's a gimmick. I like it. <laughs>